Welcome back, everyone, to a Slab Stocks podcast. A little switch up today. Nate and I are here to talk about the NFL and football because tomorrow the NFL starts and the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. Right, Nate? Well, we're definitely going to beat the Bears tomorrow. I think <laughs> the Super Bowl, we'll see how uh, Lafleur's offense uh, gets picked up by the team. Yeah, and also, uh, what are your thoughts on Rodgers not playing the preseason? I hear a lot of national sources are giving us some flack about Rodgers not suiting up at all. I mean, it's a little weird considering it is a brand-new offense. Um, Rodgers has been in the league now for a long time. He's going to be 36 this year. I expect him to be able to pick up an offense. Is he actually going to be 36? Yeah, I think he turns 36 in November. Bro, that seems way too old. Um, but You're right, no, I'm looking anyways, at it. 36, 35, whatever it is. You're right. Uh, 36 in December, not November. My oh, bad. You're I think right. it's Bronny. Bronny is turning 36 in November. <laughs> no, they're like the same age. Um, <clears throat> anyways, so him having to pick up a new offense while not playing at all in the preseason is a little strange to me, but I'm not a football guy. So, you know, it might just be all be able to be all picked up in practice. We'll right. See. Right. And I mean, so me, me being a football viewer on the couch, I feel like I don't really have a say when it comes to what coaches' decisions are. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, the one unfortunate thing is that our first game has to be against the Bears and that defense. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to be fun. Pretty ridiculous right there. Um, before this podcast, we're just going to give a little overview of our season previews really quickly between Super Bowl contenders and MVP rookie of the year predictions. And then we're going to hop into a card-centered podcast around the last four draft classes, except excluding 2015 and putting in 2014, since we think that that one's more interesting for card purposes. Um, Ranking those different classes and their top five players from them and their PSA 10 rookies, uh, Topps Chrome or Panini Prism, based on what they had and where we think those fall going forward in a rank. So start us off here, Nate. Do you just want to give me a little – Season preview, Super Bowl contenders, MVP, rookie of the year. What do you think is going to happen? Okay, so uh, we'll start off with Super Bowl preview here. Um, the easy choice would just be like, oh, I think it's going to be the Patriots. But I don't want to go with the Patriots, even though the Patriots always seem like they're kind of slipping and then they manage to make it to the Super Bowl anyways. Second easy choice would be the Chiefs. But I don't want to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Texans. Texans. Texans, you heard it here first. They just shorted really? up their offensive line. They they lost to Davian Clowney, but I like the uh, upgrade on the offensive line and the upgrade with yeah. Kenny Steele's at wide receiver more so than losing to Davian. I think well, they're in a better spot. Think about those wide receivers now between Hopkins, Will Fuller, and Kenny Stills. Yeah. That's pretty nasty. And uh, Cootie. So, yeah. um, and then they picked up uh, Duke Johnson Jr. Right. Um, who did they just pick up the other day? Well, how are you going to mention the Texans without even mentioning Deshaun Watson? No, I mean, obviously, I was going <laughs> to get into it, but I know. Uh, they picked up that, that running oh, back they just picked up, Carlos Hyde. Yeah, they picked up Carlos Hyde. Um, then they obviously lost Lamar Miller for the year. I like the team, I think they're a little bit outside the box. They don't have the Colts in their way anymore. The Titans and Jaguars are non factors in their division. Um, the Bengals and Ravens don't seem like too big of deals. The Steelers don't 
They seem like they're going in the wrong direction. I don't think it's the Browns' year. The Jets, Dolphins, and Bills don't seem like it's their year. The Patriots, obviously, are the Patriots. The Raiders are trash. The Broncos are trash. So you basically have the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Texans, the Browns, the Patriots, and maybe the Steelers, Ravens. Right. And um, then who do, who do you think is going to make it for the NFC? So the NFC, I was thinking about this. Obviously, my heart wants to say the Packers. I don't think it happens. I think we have a middling defense and an offense that will probably get better as the season goes on, but we'll take our lumps. Mm-hmm. Easy answer is probably Rams. Yeah. I want to go with Rams. I think I'm going with the Rams. Right. I don't really believe in the Vikings or the Bears for obvious reasons. <laughs> obviously. The Eagles are good, but they don't have Nick Foles to back, uh, fall back on if Carson Wentz gets injured. Cowboys and Giants, the Cowboys and Giants, the Redskins are the Redskins, the Lions are the Lions, you know, the Buccaneers are bad. The Falcons, Saints, and Panthers, one of one of those three could obviously make a run at any point. Yeah. But I'm going Rams. I got you. I got you. I'll give my uh, little team preview here. Uh, keep it quick. I'm going with the Chiefs from the AFC. I mean, how can I pick the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes? The dude is amazing. And then I'm going to go with the Eagles from the NFC. That's hinging on Carson Wentz staying healthy for a full season, which obviously is not a guarantee. But I really think, I really think slash hope that he can pull through the whole year and uh, I think will be a top three MVP candidate, will lead the Eagles to the Super Bowl, and I will take the Chiefs over the Eagles uh, by a slim margin in the championship Super Bowl game. Um, and who's in your MVP race? Is it uh, the dude that's leading the Super Bowl team you picked, or is it someone else? My MVP race, definitely. Well, it's obviously just going to be quarterbacks, right? It's always just quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be your typical, your Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be your Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be your Jared Goff. It's going to be your Carson Wentz's. I think Dark Horse might be uh, Cam Newton. Might slip in there. Oh, um, really? He was really good before he got injured last year. Uh, so I'm excited to see what he can do. True. If he, can, if he can stay healthy. Who comes on top? MVP? Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to say Jared Goff. Really? That's what I'm going to say. Wow. I like it. You heard what it here. Was- I want to say Rodgers. Obviously, I want to say Rodgers. Uh, and I don't want to go Patrick Mahomes back-to-back. Yeah, that that rarely happens. I know uh, Peyton Manning actually did it twice, two different times. But, yeah, does rarely happen, back-to-back MVPs. Uh, I think we're going to roll with Carson Wentz at number one. I'll put Rodgers at two, Mahomes three, and Deshaun Watson four. Deshaun at four, huh? You believe in him that much? Oh, I really like Deshaun Watson. I think I'd rather have Phillip Rivers at four if we're going with, you know. Really? Okay, well. I mean, I like Deshaun Watson. I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying I feel like there's going to be guys that are better options, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, I feel. I, I could definitely be wrong. Right. And then rookie of the year, it seems like that the race this year is uh, a runaway train, especially because uh, I saw Vegas' odds for rookie of the year, and it was like Kyler Murray was plus 175, and then the next guy was Josh Jacobs at plus 750. Really? Not Dwayne Haskins? No, Dwayne Haskins was plus 850 behind Josh Jacobs. He's not even starting to start the year. What? 
You didn't see that? Case Keenum's the starting wow. Redskins quarterback. Yes. Yeah. So, honestly, though, plays a $100 bet on Josh Jacobs. You know, Kyler Murray gets hurt. Haskins doesn't play, and you're making 750 bucks. Doesn't seem like a – I mean, there's worse gambles out there. It's not a big stretch that Kyler Murray might get hurt considering he's not big. Right. But definitely Kyler Murray is obviously everyone's go-to rookie of the year probably. Yep. I, I mean, not, that's what I'll say. I'll, I'll say Kyler. And not Keneal Harry because he's starting the season on the IR. Dude, I drafted him with, like, one of my last couple picks in one of my fantasy leagues. I was pretty excited about him, uh, but he got hurt, which is a little disappointing. So I just dropped him today for Deion Lewis. Oh, nice. Well, done with the preview talk. I think that Nate's wrong, and I think I'm going to be right. If you guys, if I'm right and the Eagles win the Super Bowl, or I think I said the Eagles. No, I said the Chiefs. No, the, Chiefs. the Chiefs. The Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Uh, someone DM me, I'll give you guys five bucks. Um, but let's hop into that, that card talk here. So just to give a little preview of what the landscape is, we took these four drafts, took five players that are valuable from each draft, uh, the most valuable players. Uh, 2014 is a little difficult because some of the receivers and quarterbacks, the receivers are super good. Quarterbacks, not so much, but they're QBs, so they sell for a lot. So we had to admit someone like Devonta Adams, who is obviously an amazing player, uh, and then added Derek Carr, who is not so good anymore. But if we were to rank these today, go ahead. Basically, Derek Carr was added because he was like the second best quarterback in the group. And every other one has multiple quarterbacks, just to give a comparison. Right. True. Which means, which means obviously, if we're doing top five, Devontae had to be omitted because right. you're not going to omit OBJ, Khalil Mack, or Aaron Donald. Yep. Definitely agree with that. So if you were to rank these groups of drafts based off of the values of their PSA 10 Prism or Top Scrum rookies, number one would be 2017 an average of $110 a card. Number two would be 2018, an average of $77 a card. Three would be 2016 at $50, and four would be 2014 at $25. But we're not here to talk about who you should be looking at based on value today. We're looking at who you should be looking at value based on tomorrow and going forward, since you most likely may or may not have the cards in hand. So I guess that you need to invest in, obviously, for them to make money in the future. Um, to start off, Nate, why don't you give your number four and give me the players you chose for the top five? Yeah. Well, first off, we should state that the reason it goes 2014, 2016, 2017, 2018 is because 2015 is terrible. Just so people aren't like, why'd they just skip a year? I think I mentioned that at the beginning. Oh, well, recap. <laughs> recap for all of you. If you forgot. Uh, Jameis Winston was like the top guy, so. Yeah, and a major sad boy that Melvin Gordon isn't playing this season. Yeah. Well, unless he gets traded. All okay, right. so back to where we're at. Uh, 2014, what was the question you asked me? I asked you who are your top five players and why they're number four and what the values are of each card right now. Okay, so number one, uh, or 20, 2014, my top five guys are Garoppolo Carr, OBJ, or Derek Carr. Odell Beckham Jr., Khalil Mack, and Aaron Donald. I have Mack just written on this paper, and I keep wanting to say Marlon Mack. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
that's not really in any particular order in uh, for talent wise, but for price wise, obviously Garoppolo and Carr have the most room to grow as they are quarterbacks. Um, they're both kind of on the downside of where their prices have been or on the very low side of where their prices have been. Yep. Both are very, very, very much post hype type guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. There's probably, they're probably never going to reach back to where they were, but yeah. I mean, Derek Carr for $14 and 25 cents, uh, PSA 10. He has a good year with Antonio Brown. And, you know, you could probably find like 50% increases on that. You you got to think that could be a $25 if he has, you know, even a, a good year, not even yeah. like a, you know, a great year. Um, and so I've got Garoppolo and Carr one and two because of their quarterback position. I've got OBJ number three because he's going to be playing on the Browns uh, with Baker Mayfield. Browns are kind of America's darling right now. They're a hot team. And he, it'll be very exciting watching him hopefully make the playoffs and see what they can do in the next couple of years. So I, OBJ was third on 2014. And then I had – 21 dollars for OBJ. Yep, 21 bucks for OBJ. And then I had Khalil Mack at fourth and Aaron Donald at fifth, respectively. Um, Khalil Mack's just the sexier pick because he's an outside linebacker compared to Aaron Donald's uh, defensive tackle. Well, let's talk about how, how good that defensive draft was for the top two right there. Like, yeah. Two best player, defensive players in the NFL probably right now. In that Definitely draft. the best players in yeah. the NFL defensively. It's crazy. Um, and so, you know, I think fourth and fifth from Khalil and Donald solely based on position, not that that matters too much when looking at card prices, especially because, you know, nobody really buys defense anyways. I mean, Khalil Mack is arguably the best, one of the best players in the NFL, not just defense. Right. And his base PSA 10 is going for 33 bucks. Yeah. Like, no. If it's if it's not a lot already, how could it be a lot in the future? Yeah, that's he's, he's been absolutely dominant. So maybe if he breaks like the sack record or something, but and then Donald is at thirty one dollars right now, and obviously he's insanely good. Maybe if he breaks the sack record, you see something go up. But I don't see how these guys could go up in uh, price too much, considering they've already been absolutely amazing. Right. You know, the price is high low. They seem like that they're more of like a, a collector piece for people that collect defensive players and people like they're looking for investments. And and to an extent, so does OBJ, considering he's only 21 bucks right now. Yeah. Maybe he's yeah. a top five receiver. Yeah. I mean, it's really just you're not a quarterback, you're not going to sell for a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much what it comes down to. But that being which said. Is why you, which is why you want to grab like those Marquez Valdez scantlings before they pop off. Yeah, because once they pop off the room, the grow is so small. Yeah. It's marginal. And then uh, between Jimmy G and Derek Carr, you know, you got to buy two Jimmy Gs or you buy three Derek Cars. What are you doing going into the season? I'm buying three Derek Cars. Really? Jimmy G's been, A, terrible in the preseason. He had one good game, didn't he? By and large, he's been terrible in the preseason. I saw I saw rumors that the 49ers were talking about sitting him. Oh, what? Having him be the starter, um, despite having paid him all that money. 
Um, and Kyle Shanahan has had a lot of success with a bunch of quarterbacks. So, you know, there's, da- there's, there's huge downside with grapple. Obviously there's gigantic upside, right? But he has a couple Debo Samuel, no Debo Sweet, no Debo Samuel, right? Debo yep. Samuel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Marquise Goodwin, neither of those guys are Antonio Brown. Yep. True. Even though Antonio Brown is Kevin Nutcase right now. That's okay. It's still catching football. <laughs> True. So that was that was twenty fourteen in a nutshell, and that was our uh fourth yeah. ranked draft. Basically ranked number four just because the, the potential between the top five is so marginal. I mean, with OBJ, Mac, and Dellen being your three, four, or five, it's uh, and Jimmy G and Derek Carr not even being close to sure things, it's it's pretty easy to drop them at number four, and so is their values. I mean, the value is so small; it's twenty five dollars on the average, compared to the other team or other draft classes, which are much higher. Yep, and this is also a good warning sign to uh, people that invest in quarterbacks and other positions is that. We're only five years removed from this draft class, and it looks terrible now. You know, how how long before 2016 looks terrible, 2017, 2018 type of thing. True. So that's a good point where lock in your profits when you can and don't just send stuff forever because, you know, over time it might shake out that you make a ton more money if you take profit on a bunch of things than if you lose on some stuff and then make a boatload on one dude. Yep. Um, obviously it feels really good to make that much of one guy, but it's not necessarily the smart, the smart move and don't bring up Patrick Mahomes because that is a very unique situation. Yeah. Where a first and year, the guy set records after, after year one, everyone was like, Oh man, Derek Carr looks like the best quarterback in this draft. And now they all look pretty terrible. So good point there. Uh, moving on to number three, we got 2018 slotted in here. Nate, top five, the values, and where you have them ranked in that draft. Uh, uh, so 2018 might be a little bit of a uh, hot take for a lot of people, considering we got Baker and Sam Darnold and Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen and Josh Rosen and Saquon Barkley and all those guys. And, um, you know, they're probably like, why would you rank this as your third most valuable draft class? And we'll get to it. Um, so number one, obviously – We've got Mayfield, number one. He's 100. His last PSA 10 auction sold for $142. Obviously love him at number one. He's got the offensive weapons around him to be great. He's got a great defense behind him, at least up-and-coming defense, good pass rush defense. So we really like Baker at number one. 142 bucks seems steep, but compared to like a Mahomes, it's relative pennies on the dollar type of thing. Yep. Got Sam Darnold at number two. He's $105 per PSA 10. It's not necessary that I love Sam Darnold for $105. In fact, I don't. <laughs> I'd rather not pay that at all. Yeah. Um, you want to pay the $40 is what you want to pay. Yeah. Um, but I have him at number two just because a little bit more of a, a – not me particularly, but a lot of people are very confident in him. Um, so I would go with the masses here and say uh, Sam Darnold, number two. 
even if I disagree. Uh, number three, I've got Lamar Jackson. Um, he's at $48 for his last auction, PSA 10. He's better, an interesting – Better investment right there on Sam Darnold right now? That's the, that is the question. I would say yes, but just because he's less than half the price. Right. Um, and, and he's a starting quarterback on his team. And the Ravens are always decent, and they do a good job at letting him play his game. Um, you know, obviously, he, he's great at running. Nobody disagrees with that. If he can just get a little bit more accuracy, I think he could be amazing. Right. And so I just – I have him third because people seem to love Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so he's third. But personally, personally, I'd put him second. Right. But if we're going off of whatever – how everyone acts – He's third. As you can uh, tell, it's a it's a sore subject with me right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand the Sam Darnold love, but that's for another time. Um, <clears throat> and then we've got Josh Allen fourth. Uh, he's at forty dollars a PSA ten for his last auction, and I actually really like Josh Allen. Got a power arm, scrambles really well for a larger dude can probably take a few hits because he's 6'5 and like 240 pounds. Like he's a big boy. Oh, yeah. um, and, you know, you're looking at other big guys are your Janus's and your Cam's and your Ben Roethlisberger's. Big Ben and Cam are much better, obviously, than Jameis, but Jameis is still young. I like Josh Allen. I think there's a ton of upside here. Obviously, accuracy is a very big concern. Interceptions are a big concern. But, you know, if he, and lack of talent on the Buffalo Bills offense is That's a big concern. That's the biggest concern for me right there is the lack of talent. Yeah. Um, I mean, who's their top wide receiver? Zay Jones? Yeah, pretty much. That's rough. Their running back is? Devin Singletary. Oh. <laughs> so um he's fourth obviously you know you can probably get him pretty cheap i wouldn't be expecting a huge year he'll probably get some rushing yards some touchdowns because he's a quarterback and he has to but nothing spectacular uh once they start filling out their offense with skill position players in the upcoming drafts i think it should get better as the years go on um so he's definitely an interesting buy low and then fifth I have Saquon Barkley. He's at $52 a PSA 10 for his last uh, uh, base auto. Base p- base rookie. Uh, base rookie. Sorry, not base auto. Sorry, my computer screen turned off while I was looking at it. Caught me, caught me off guard for a second. And, you know, Saquon is obviously a very good running back. Should he have been picked tw- second is a discussion for another time, which we should probably cover in another podcast because I've got many thoughts on that. Yes, you do. And he is he's obviously probably the best running back in the NFL. Would you agree with that? I'd say he's the best, and I think he's got the highest upside. And I think he's also yeah. the best athlete in the NFL, too. Yeah. It's crazy. At the, same, at the same time, you know, he was dominant last year. He'll probably be dominant this year. And yet, how high can his cards go? Yeah, because you look at guys like AP, and even when he was at his height, it wasn't you know, crazy high, like a quarterback. It's, it's not like he, his base contenders auto 
is going to sell for a thousand dollars. I mean, Mahomes sells for like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> so the the limit is there, obviously, with a running back. Yep. So to do a quick recap, um, and tell me if you agree, I have twenty eighteen third because Mayfield and Darnold are high priced for relatively unknown players. Mayfield is obviously more well known than Darnold, but relatively unknown and then Lamar and Allen are big wild cards and then Barkley for everything he is is still just a running back I like 100% agree with that uh I think you probably know Baker Mayfield's my favorite player on this list but that's not enough to move 2018 above the next one that you have and that next one is 2016 uh I think that this list is absolutely loaded um there's so much top end talent here at each position and then even you know, a guy like Dak Prescott who, you know, could be the next thing that could pop up. Um, it's just, will he ever actually, like, you know, take the next step to where he's not just a guy who can win, you know, win a couple games here and there. Is he putting up those, you know, like 350, four touchdown performances? I don't know if he gets there. Um, I'm sure prices for him hinge a lot on the Cowboys' success too, which I also am not too sure about. But instead of me talking about Dak Prescott for 10 minutes, why don't you uh, give me your one through five here? Okay, so on to 2016, like Aaron said, our number two draft class. We've got Jared Goff, number one. He's at $43, a PSA 10 base rookie. I have him number one instead of Wentz, which a lot of people might be shocked by, solely for the reason that his card prices are – less than half of Wentz's. That's insane, actually, because like before today, I did not know that. Um, yeah. I, you know, I wasn't really in tune to Goff just because it wasn't a name. I was like, oh, he could have a lot of room to grow, but I also didn't know his prices. Uh, I was, you know, really keyed in on Wentz at 50 bucks. He went up a lot, but I think that the shift of focus should 100% be to Jared Goff for buying right now, like $43 for a card that is 105 of Watson and 95 of Wentz? Yeah, that's the other thing. 105 for Watson. 43 for Goff. Yeah, what? Goff already made a Super Bowl. Of course, you know, it didn't go perfect, but he's a fourth-year player this year. Yeah. So we've got Goff number one. Another thing is that Cooper Cup is going to be healthy again. Cooper Cup was his favorite target. Um, I expect another big year out of Cooper Cup and Jared Goff. Very excited for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's obviously got Gurley. He's got Robert Woods, you know, so he's got, he's got weapons in place. Should be a big year. Um, number two, like I alluded to earlier is Carson Wentz. He's at $95 PSA 10 for his last auction. Um, and all of this includes shipping prices added in, uh, in case anybody forgot or in case we didn't mention that at the start. Um, Carson Wentz obviously has the upside of being able to be an MVP. He's got a great team behind him, a good coach. Um, They're always there recently in the uh, Super Bowl conversation. You know, they could be a Super Bowl team every single year that Carson Wentz is there. Um, At 95 bucks, considering Sam Darnold, who has done nothing in his career, is 105. Uh, Seems outrageous to me. I would take Carson Wentz at 95 over Sam Darnold at 105 every day of the year and twice on uh, the 366th day of the year if it's a leap year. (laughs) 
That's what um, I was alluding to in a couple of my posts or whatever. Uh, I've been talking about Wentz over Darnold, and it just makes no sense to me how uh, Darnold is even close. Goff, to Goff over Darnold. It's just got to be the, yeah. the New York market. It's the New York market, right? I mean, I that slash what, is, um, it's a guy that people think can, you know, get all the attention. So, yeah, New York market. <laughs> true. I wonder what uh, the Giants – uh, Daniel Jones will end up being. People if he ends up being, if he ends up being more than Goff, I'll be upset. <laughs> Dude, there's a very good chance he could be. Like, not me saying that because I like him, just because like everyone's obsessed with the new thing, you know. Yeah, that's true. But as a backup, probably not right now. So after once, um, I've got Zeke Elliott who we talked about Saquon being maybe the best running back in the NFL. Well, Elliott probably is the best running back in the NFL currently. He has, like, one of the best offensive lines. And he just signed a giant contract extension this morning or yesterday night for six years and $90 million with $50 million guaranteed, something like that. Um, and he is at $31 a base PSA 10 which is $20 less than Saquon. Um, he's going to be on the same, the, the same team his entire career. He's got a good offensive line. He's got a good quarterback behind him. Excuse me, I was about to burp. Sorry. Uh, so I am uh, – I like Elliott number, number three. That's, that's actually wild to me if you look at that. Like, while Saquon obviously is amazing – is he really $20 more amazing than Ezekiel Elliott? Or in better tim- terms, is he almost two times as better as Ezekiel Elliott? Yeah. And I'd say probably not, especially with the team around him. Definitely not. Yeah. Not even a probably, definitely. Yeah. And not only that, but like they're always like, oh, market, you know, New York market's big. A, the Dallas market is big. B, everyone from around the world likes Dallas and like the teams like the Dallas and the Packers. People around the world don't love the Giants. No, D- Dallas is the most expensive sports franchise in – is it America or the world? Is it the world? Um, I'm pretty sure – I know that soccer teams are worth the top. Of, I thought – I think that's – I thought the Yankees might have been the top spot and then a couple of soccer teams and then like Dallas. I could be wrong on that. Right. I just clicked here really quick. But, I mean, I know Barcelona and Real Madrid are always clocking pretty high. Yeah, Cowboys at number one at five bill. Uh, New York Yankees at number two at four point six billion. Real Madrid oh. number three at four point two four, and Barcelona at number four at four billion. Who is that? Forbes. Yes. Well, NBC Sports, but I think that they posted Forbes's rank. Forbes's list. Okay. Yeah, it is. So yeah. Um. So yeah. So many people like Dallas. I don't understand how Barclays twenty dollars higher. Though it might have to do with Barkley's insane combine still paying dividends for him. True. Um, number four, I've got Michael Thomas, which is probably a little bit of a hot take over Dak. Uh, and I'll explain why I have Dak fifth in two seconds here. But Michael Thomas, I have fourth. He still has Drew Brees, who loves throwing him the ball. He might not be the number one wide receiver in the NFL. That's DeAndre Hopkins probably, but he's definitely number two. Yeah, I love Michael Thomas. I'm taking Michael Thomas over Julio Jones because he's always injured. I'm taking 
Michael Thomas over OBJ and Antonio Brown because, you know, they're both interesting characters uh, <laughs> that might not be on the field all the time, get suspended and stuff like that. Right. Uh, so I'm taking Michael Thomas. You know, he's number two. OBJ and Antonio Brown are probably in there. Devontae Adams has to be in there, top five, right? Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, where I'm at, it's like Hopkins won – Thomas Adams, OBJ, Antonio Brown tied for two. And then like Julio and, you know, you got your Thielen and Diggs if you really want to throw them up there. But I don't think that they're there with the other guys. It's weird because like Julio obviously has the best, the most talent. Mm -hmm. If he was just healthy for 16 games, it wouldn't be a question of who would you rather have, Devontae Adams or Julio or OBJ or Julio or. Michael Thomas or Julio or DeAndre Hopkins or Julio, it would be Julio. Easy. But the dude only plays like 12 games a year, and health is an attribute. Right. Totally agree with that. Anyways, this is off on a tangent. So Michael Thomas is fourth. I don't know how much room he has to grow, especially because Drew Brees is definitely going to be end of his career. Um, But they've got a good offense. They've got chances to win the Super Bowl this year. You know, that should be a decent enough boost to his – uh, prices this year, next year. And then I obviously I have Dak Prescott, number five. He's an average price of $51 of PSA 10 base. Dak's an interesting case because he's not like incredible by any means. He's really good. He's, you know, he's pretty good. He got paid a lot of money or he's wants to be paid a lot of money, right? He didn't get that contract extension. Right. Not yet. Um, so he might not be on Dallas next year, which could do damages to his card uh, prices for sure. Card prices. Um, well, it not could. I think it 100% would damage his card prices. All right, there you go. 100% would damage his card prices. I guess it might depend on the situation, but you know, it there's a good chance if he moves to a different team, his prices follow down. Yeah. Well, like it goes to the Jaguars. Yeah. They need a quarterback, right? Um, so he's a, he's a wild card here. If he stays on Dallas and he has Zeke and that offensive line and they get some wide receivers, he could end up having a really nice career. And I think $50 is too low, but otherwise $50 is too high, depending on what happens with free agency. So that's why he's fifth because he's the biggest wild card on this entire list. Yep. For sure. And, and then if, if you were tracking at home, I mentioned it earlier, but in Nate's rankings, he flip-flopped 2018 and 2016 for public perception versus going forward what the rankings could look like. Like, I definitely think, you know, five years down the road, we're going to be like 2016 is much better than 2018, like much, much better. Like, I mean, you've got a chance for two of these quarterbacks to be two top five in the league, and then Ezekiel Elliott being a top two running back and Michael Thomas being a top two receiver. Like, that doesn't grow on trees. Nope. And, you know, like Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen are not going to be top 10 quarterbacks. They could see nice price bumps. But We might actually we might actually already be there. Goff wins being top five quarterbacks, Elliott being top two, Michael Thomas being top two. All it, all it really takes is one or two of the guys that are looked at as elite to retire. That's really all it takes. Yep. Um, and so, obviously, Aaron just recapped it. But 2016 is definitely number two off of the strength of Goff and Wentz's prices. And I'm going to throw – And $95, respectively. 
ridiculously low. Yeah. I'm going to throw this out there really quick. I think for myself, we're, we'll get into the last one here at number one. Number one makes the most sense by the talent, uh, especially because, like, the obviously Patrick Mahomes, I'll just say it. But number two, I think, has the highest potential for a low-cost buy-in, high reward. And I think you'd agree with me on that. Definitely. Definitely lowest-cost buy-in and uh, best probably potential to make money. I mean, you could buy all five of these guys for $250 today based on the last auction sale, if that holds. And you could probably walk away. You could buy uh, two-thirds of them a homes for that price. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you can get five players that will be top two in the league for the next, you know, three to four years, depending on injuries, retirement, whatever. Obviously, weird things happening. I can't guarantee anything. But just on paper, this looks way too good, like what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> Yeah, truly, truly, it looks undervalued. Yep. So, like, honestly, if I was in the business of buying and selling right now, making some money, I'd probably go out and buy one of each of these guys. And maybe you just pass them to Michael Thomas um, and, you know, go and get someone else like a Juju or something that might have more appeal to the fans that could go up in price. But it's looking pretty good right now. Or buy two Derek cars if you want to gamble on that. Uh, that would replace the same amount of money as Michael Thomas. Um, but that leads into the number one ranked draft class um you guys all know it 2017 that's the last remaining you got obviously patrick mahomes then you got some other guys here nate give us the one to five that you got on the paper all right so this is going to be a little bit of a hot take here it's a super hot take and i really hate it i just i mean go for it though bear with me but number one i have mitchell trubisky (laughs) oh my gosh and I, I will explain you bet you better otherwise you know you got convinced me on this one he's at 47 dollars a base psa 10 that's literally which is, the, it's the only thing i can even listen to but everything else can come down which is more than golf which is ridiculous yeah should not be more than golf but you can get like what eight of his cards for the price of one mahomes yeah, no, I get that. That makes sense. Um, so that's why I couldn't put Mahomes there. And I had a hard time putting Watson above him when you can get two and like a quarter of Trubisky cards for the price of one Watson. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I just would have flip-flopped Watson Trubisky. But I should really let you give your whole list before I interject. <laughs> yes. So Trubisky, for me, he plays in Chicago. Big market. Gets a lot of national primetime games. Has a good defense behind him. Uh, has Tariq Cohen and now David Montgomery. Good running back situation going on. Uh, decent offensive line. Wide receivers. Um, did, did they just did they sign Allen Hearns or something last year? I, I know that they, they extended Allen Robinson, I think is what they just did. Um, you know, the wide receiver situation is what it is. At this point, I think it will get better. I think he just has a lot of room to grow. I'm not obviously in love with him, especially as a Packer fan, compared, uh, talking about a bear. But for $47 compared to all the rest of these guys playing in Chicago on generally good teams, you know, there's a decent amount to like there, do you especially know what's, if keep making the playoffs. As I said, do you know what's really wild? Uh, I got to pull this up here, but back – it was had to have been like two months ago. Here it is. 
two months ago, no, it was actually whatever it was, June 24th, I made a post and it said two quarterbacks drafted in 2017, two quarterbacks looking to make a splash in 2019. Who makes the bigger one this upcoming season? And at that time, Trubisky was selling for $40 and Deshaun Watson $50. Oh, my. Today it's $47 and $106. And almost everyone said Watson. I think that two guys said uh, Trubisky. Well, I definitely wouldn't have disagreed with them at that point. But now it's $47. And right. No, I get $6. Yeah, I get that. I was just saying that's crazy how in two months how that landscape changed. How it was like almost yep. a direct comparison to now like, man, I'm just buying because it's cheaper. Yep. It's wild. Absolutely wild. And their wide receivers are Taylor Gabriel, Anthony Miller, Cordell Patterson, Riley Ridley, Allen Robinson, and Javon Wims, which is obviously okay. not great. But they also have Trey Burton at tight end. Yeah, Good receiver okay. tight end. Um, you know, maybe Anthony Miller takes a step forward. Taylor Gabriel obviously has the speed to blow off the top off of the defense. Allen Robinson is Allen Robinson. We all know he's good. Cordell Patterson at this point is really just a kick returner. Um, <laughs> yep. But not, not bad weapons, not great weapons. But I, I think there's definitely a step forward that can be t- taken. And, uh, you know, you're looking at if Watson's $100, I think Shabisky can get to $100. Oof. Oof, that's a big hot take. I mean, Sam Darnold is at $105, and he's done nothing. Yeah, okay. I mean, Lamar Jackson is the same price as Mitch Trubisky. Dude, I just can't get over the fact that Goff is $43, and he made a Super Bowl, and he had an amazing season. Lamar Jackson costs more than Jared Goff. But that one's seeking to their head. Um, so Trubisky, mainly due to the fact that the two guys underneath him are so expensive, he's got a good team behind him. He's got all white rep weapons. He's got some upside, and he plays in the Bears. Chicago, big market. Uh, number two, I have Mahomes. Um, he's $350 a base, PSA 10, which is an astronomical price. But Mahomes looks like – I know it's only one year. I don't want to overreact. Andrew Luck also looked like he was on pace to be an all-time great and then got injured a billion times and retired at the age of 29. So, you know, you can't predict anything, right? Yep. But Mahomes looks like after one year that he is going to be an all-time great. Yeah, truly. So $350 for a PSA 10 base prism. If the same PSA 10 is 20 years down the line, is it Tom Brady prices? Are they like 1000 plus? You know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's PSA 10 Brady is like 1500 I think, right now. Yeah. So I just saw Bowman Chrome out of 99 Brady today. I didn't realize they they uh, had numbered cards back then. In yeah, the they were just starting. Hey, I got a quick interjection here. Uh, speaking to how I just talked about Watson and Trubisky, how I made that post on them on July 22nd. So this is a little bit over a month and then a couple of weeks ago. I made a post on Patrick Mahomes. I said, with the NFL season quickly approaching, Patrick Mahomes' prices are climbing once again. Currently, his Prism Rookie PSA 10 is selling around 250 Where do you see it selling oh, early wow. September? I said, where do you see it selling early September right before the season? And now they're selling for 350 and everyone said they're going down. 
Well, everyone was wrong. That's why you don't listen to mob mentality. And now they're 350. Yep. Woof. So, yeah. It's crazy. 350, but also, obviously, is a is a on a steep upward trajectory here. So, and let, you know, wait. you're obviously taking a huge risk because anything can happen over the course of a career. Let me give a let me give yeah. a quick little interjection here. If you're listening to this and you're like, man, I just want one Patrick Mahomes to it's like buy, maybe flip, maybe lock it away. I strongly, strongly suggest you do not buy a PSA den. Strongly. Like I oh, yeah. I have oh, yeah. seen a big price difference in other cards between Raw and PSA ten, but this is not like something I see in football. Like Raw of Patrick Mahomes are 100, 120. PSA 10s are 115. And they were going for they were going for 90. Yeah, so they bumped up to around 115 around there. Um, Please buy a a Raw or PSA 9. Do not pay 200 dollars plus more for a 10 that might not be that different from the Raw that you're buying. Um, We won't we won't get into the debate about grading right now, but just. I do yourself a favor and uh, save that two hundred some dollars and buy, you know, five Jared Goffs or something like that with that money. Like, yeah, you could be invested in two different players and hedge your bets instead of buying one PSA ten. Yep. I mean, you know, I could be wrong, and if this is all good and he is amazing, PSA ten will be worth a ton compared to the nine. But right now, it seems like that the smarter and more safe. I mean, the part- the price difference in a PSA nine Bowman rookie and a PSA ten Bowman rookie for Tom Brady is like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. What what is is it like bucks. it's like eight hundred to like sixteen hundred? Well, I don't know exactly what well, it is. I was thinking of uh, sorry, I was thinking of non graded. So oh. non graded Bowman rookie is around two fifty. I got you. PSA ten. So like, you know Yeah. If it ends up being a Tom Brady situation the three hundred, you know, the two hundred dollars extra now would be worth it down the line compared right. to the alternative. But True. you're also looking at a Tom Brady situation in which he won six Super Bowls and is the greatest of all time. Yeah, I mean, this is generally speaking, yeah. be smart to spread your investment and you know get the card, but also not the ten. Really yep. comes down to how much money you're willing to invest is what it comes down to. Yep. All right. So moving on to number three, we have Deshaun Watson. He's at $106 a base PSA 10. $106 seems ridiculous. I'm not 100% sure why he's at $106. Just like I'm not sure why Sam Donald's at 105 It seems like a couple of these guys got talked about a lot in the offseason and their prices just went kept going up and up and up uh, with real no – reason behind it at all besides the fact that people are like oh they're being talked about they must uh they should you know 70 dollars. well they push it to 75 because they're like oh you know what's five dollars more and somebody sees that and pushes it five dollars more and somebody sees that and pushes it five dollars more until you all of a sudden have a play a guy who hasn't played at all at 105 dollars you know that that's the crazy thing is that you know, Watson and Darnold being talked about a lot, and both of them were talked up to 105. You know, like you said, it's like that they had three weeks in a row of 300 yards and four touchdowns. Um, but 
Jared Goff, who had a great season, made the Super Bowl, is not being talked about, and saying at 43 seems like a really, really good opportunity for a couple good weeks to then reach those levels and possibly higher. Because then you're getting talk and good play, not just talk. Let's just put it this way. If Sam Darnold has a bad week one, a lot of people are going to lose a lot of money. And then even if it's a bad week one, two, and three, it's going to get really brutal. Yeah. And it's not like he has a bunch of weapons outside of Le'Veon Bell to really be excited about. Yeah, you got like Robbie Anderson, Le'Veon Bell, and that's about it. Jamison Crowder. Yeah, well, I didn't bring it up for a reason. <laughs> Ty, Ty Montgomery. Ooh. <laughs> Mr. Um, Butterfingers. Yeah. But so anyways, back to Watson. Uh, he is a very exciting player. 105 seems or 106 seems a bit steep for me, but that doesn't mean that he can't go up from there. Um, it's only steep because he hasn't played. It wouldn't be steep if you're basing it off the fact that he now has DeAndre Hopkins and Duke Johnson Jr. and Carlos Hyde and a healthy Will Fuller and Kenny Steele's and a good uh, healthier off or a better offensive line because they just grabbed that dude from the Dolphins. Tunzo. Uh, yeah, Laramie. Yeah, Laramie. Laramie I think. Yeah. Um. And they're so. He should be protected. He's getting a hit a ton in recent years. But with Laramie Tunzel there, that should protect his blind side. Um, so he's got he's he has one of the best collection of weapons on all these lists. So that's why I have him third. Fourth, I have Kamara. Um, one of the top, the top probably pass catching running back in the NFL. Maybe that's that might be uh, Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay, number two, pass catching, running back in the NFL. 16 bucks on him, which seems yeah, pretty yeah. cheap, honestly. 16 bucks for a base PSA 10 for being in a great Saints offense. I like I like 16 bucks. That's basically what I'm getting at. Yeah. I don't know if I like Kamara more than I like Elliott or Barkley, but Kamara for 16 compared to Barkley for 51 or Elliott for 30. Yeah. You know, I'll take, I'll take a gamble on that. Great running back. Great team. That's really all there is to say about that. Yeah. He's versatile too, which, you know, should mean something. Yep. And then number five, I've got Juju Smith Schuster. Um, obviously Juju is in line at 30, one dollars a base PSA ten. Um, obviously, Juju is in line to be the number one guy in Pittsburgh this year. Uh, ben Roethlisberger still has something left in the tank that should be exciting for him. Him, James Conner should have huge years. He's got nothing behind him. I think Dante Moncrief is like their second best wide receiver. Yep, yeah, and then James Washington. But James Washington, I think, could have a pretty decent year. Yeah, well, that still doesn't help Juju in that no. he's going to be double teamed all the time. I know, I know. Um, but Juju, like Aaron has talked about before, has the benefit of off the field stuff boosting up his uh, card With prices. And popularity. Should, yeah, popularity, and that should continue to happen right. along with now being the number one option on a pretty good offense. Yeah, and you know he's got his own YouTube channel. He streams video games, esports, and stuff like that. So, like anything to give people more viewership of yourself, 
like definitely helps out with cards. Um, the more it, it like as much as it comes down to being good on the, on the field or whatever on the court, which obviously you have to be to even have your cards be a thing. Um, talk, chatter, viewership, all that stuff really like matters a lot. <laughs> I think that you'd agree, Nate. Yep, I definitely agree. I mean, you can tell. You can tell that talk matters because people talked about Sam Darnold. Now he's $105. Yep. He literally did nothing. He didn't do a single thing. No. To increase his prices. No. Yeah, completely through the off season. It's all didn't, through the summer months. Didn't have a single game to play to be like, oh, wow, he just threw 400 yards and four touchdowns. I should buy him. Yes, and that's that's why it's nice to do the opposite. You know, people are riding Darnold up to 105. You buy golf at 43. Yeah. Or maybe you take a risk on Lamar Jackson at 48. Or you buy Trubisky at 47 when Watson goes up to 106. Obviously, yeah. just don't buy a crappy player who's cheap just because no one's by him. It's just got to be someone who you know is good. And just, yeah, like, you know. don't go buy Derek a buttload of Derek Carr. Yeah. Right. Like, buy Maybe buy a couple if you're willing to take a gamble. But I wouldn't go invest heavily. Like nothing more than like 50 bucks probably. Yeah, like I'd feel really good spending 150 on Jared Goff, not so good about spending 150 on Derek Carr. Yeah, or Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is a not – it's such an interesting situation. I think that's so close to being huge, so close to being nothing. I guess this season's going to be very telling. Yep. And with that, to close this down, as long as Nate doesn't have any last interjections here on players. I was oh, gonna, I think we should just we should just recap the 2017. We talked about it, but I like to oh, recap. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. Why it's number one. Yep. Um, and so then, obviously, 2017 was number one mainly because the strength of the quarterbacks at the top, you know, uh, 2016 was two because their two quarterbacks could both be top five. But after that, it's, it's uh, a running back, a wide receiver, and then Dak, who's very up in the air. Um, 2018 was number three because it's a lot of young quarterbacks that could go any which way. We don't really have a say on that right now. And they seem a little overpriced. Maybe not Mayfield, but Darnold definitely. Lamar Jackson definitely. Um, so 2017 is number one because Mahomes is obviously really good. Watson is really good. Trubisky is, in my mind, a safer bet than Dak, mainly because you just don't know who Dak's going to be on in the future. Um, and then Juju is a better bet than Michael Thomas because – of the off the field uh, community stuff. Yes. Um, so I just like this. I like this group. They might not have as much potential, but I think they are much more safe per se than 2016, which is why I have them number one. At the same time, if I was investing to make a profit, I would probably buy two groups of 2016 because it's $250. Uh, before buying one of 2017, would you agree with me on that? Buy two, like oh. buy two of each of 2016 that equal 500, as 2017's 550. Definitely, definitely, because you are, I mean, you're you're spending a ton of money on just one homes, right? That that kind of kills you. But yeah. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I I really like 2016. I just the only reason I have 2017 ahead of them is because of the strength of the three quarterback head. 
where I know Trubisky is going to be in Chicago for a while. I know Mahomes and Watson are going to be in their spots, and they're already good. Kamara is a really good running back on a good system, and Juju is a good wide receiver in a good system. Who's uh, Kamara and Juju are in a weird spot where their quarterbacks might retire, but they should be good enough where they can still be productive with different quarterbacks in there. Agreed. Agreed for sure. Uh, with that, uh, we appreciate you guys listening, listening to our NFL preview and running down the last four draft classes that we think are worth you investing in. Um, 2015, I would just, you know, turn the other way. So much uncertainty there. 2017 came in at number one, 2016, number two, 2018, number three, and 2014, number four. With that, enjoy your guys' NFL kickoff tomorrow on Thursday. Go Packers. I'm definitely predicting a win. And I hope that all your teams win on Sunday, whoever's listening to this. Unless, unless you're a Vikings fan. Yes. Then they should lose. Then we hope you lose. Yes. All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys.